This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The edge of the box is Madden. Madden trying to manufacture the shot. Gets it away. Yeah! Oh, my word! What a goal from Paddy Madden. The Irishman strikes again. And is that the goal that's going to send Stockport County back into the Football League? Two, two award ceremonies in a year and not a single win. Starting to, starting to see how Kate Winslet feels. I'm not doing a podcast about the Holocaust. I draw the line there. Hello and welcome to the Scarf War, the unofficial podcast all about League Two leaders and FA Cup second rounders, Stockport County. Yes, with me, Nick Lee, and him over there joining us, us, because we're a family, a big happy family. It's Russ Johnson. Hello, Russ. You all right, mate? Hello, mate. You okay? Yeah, get the moustache talk out of the way. We'll... Yeah, you do in November. No, oh, <laughs> um, you you going for a part? You know, you... My electric razor died, like officially died, oh. like it was declared dead. Okay. So instead of like getting a nice expensive new one, I thought, well, Christmas is around the corner. Like a wife or girlfriend, oh, a wife, or someone who loves me will buy me one. Someone will. <laughs> and yeah, my mum. That's the word. That's the word I like. <laughs> Didn't want to sound pathetic, waggy, but thanks. Two minutes then, and Nick already sounds pathetic. Um, I, I went and got, I went, I got like, a, got one from B and M, like an electric razor. Doesn't do the job I want it to do. So it was either keep this bit, or just lose everything. I can't have a bald face. If if you want, I can just get it out. Just do this bit now. If you want. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I've got my shirt on. I've had this on since Monday because I thought I'd be going to the awards Monday night and then I was ill. So I've... I've... You're not showered? Just... I don't shower. No, no. Once a year, mate. Christmas Eve, shower day. Are you mad? Do you not do it for your birthday? Don't do, no. don't do your birthdays, mate. No, no. no. <laughs> don't know when my birthday is. I've got a clue. I ain't got a clue. People just turn up with a cake one day and tell me that was it. What's so, coming up tonight, Russell? Trying to see why you're single. <laughs> um, we have got. I mean, you say you say that like it's meant to offend me. I, I know, I know why I'm single. <laughs> Fine. Uh, no, we've got. Um, well, we've got Hannah with us, and we've got Waggy with us. 
So that's a good start. That's a perfect start. Cheers for joining. Two good podcasters. Thank you. Finally, two good podcasters on here. Yeah. But also not award-winning, so we fit right. None of us are award-winning. No, not (laughs) award-winning. We just go to awards. This is basically the best of the rest, isn't it? We just go to award ceremonies and watch other people win awards. That's all we do. That's all we've ever done. (laughs) Oh, it's food. All right. Food was good, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Would you tell what the meat was? Because last year you couldn't. It was either like lamb. really bad beef or really good lamb last year. No, it, was, it was beef actually, not lamb. It was it beef, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, yeah. There we go. Point yeah, proven. Yeah, Thanks, point proven, yeah. Um, so tonight we're going to talk about the 5-1 win against Workshop in a bit. We're going to look ahead to Swindon on Saturday. We've got uh, Rich from the Loathe Strangers podcast waiting in the wings. We're going to get him out in a second. Uh, the youth team are playing the, in the FA Cup right now against Farsley, and we're currently 2-0 up, so we'll keep our eye on that. Well, I we were going to have periodical updates from Isaiah Kai, uh, but there's industrial in action at Isaiah Kai HQ. Turns okay. out you can't have that many people working in such close proximity, and they've shut, shut HQ down, so no no updates. So we're going to have to rely oh. on Twitter. Oh, I'm sure we'll get we'll get we'll get updates from people probably, won't we? Yeah, I'm sure. Actual people, actual people, yeah. People who aren't figments <laughs> of my imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we'll just talk about anything else we can we can think of about county that's happened this week. Um, but without further ado, shall we get Rich out from the Loathe Strangers podcast? I can just find the button. Hello, Rich. Hello. Yeah, that was an extraordinary opening. Um, you're never <laughs> quite sure. Oh, not on the reviews um, then. <laughs> well, the reviews are in. That was extraordinary. Four stars. No, um, you're never quite sure when you go on to opposition podcasts and so forth what the vibe is. I'm still not 100% sure, but I'm, I'm having a great time. So thank you very much. Uh, drunk at a wedding. Um, fant- fantastic moustache as well. Good to have two, two uh, great moustaches on the show. Fair enough. Thank you very I'll, much. I'll kick off the uh, the questioning of the Swindon fan, if you don't mind, folks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it cost Rich, what the frig is going on? Um, at, at which which angle do you want to talk about? Like You've got about 15 minutes, mate. Just crap oh, on. Oh, gosh. Well, it starts in about 1879, I think. No, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then some of us um, buy into it and we stick around. No, it's it's been quite something. Even in Swindon, well, it's weird because I think we're still at the very early stages of of standard Swindon Town crazy. But since the last month or two, it's just been all falling apart um, for Swindon, both on the pitch and off the pitch it would appear um which bits do you want to go down first i suppose what do we think bounce now oh, 12 no, start, start with... and now you're coming yeah. to swindon oh, who God. haven't won in four haven't got a point or win in four uh-oh am i still here yeah, <laughs> yeah you're breaking up slightly um well, let, let's start here? with um, i'll tell you what so yeah, I don't know if you can hear us. Almost indicative of the malaise surrounding Swindon at the moment, really. I can hear. 
Okay. So let, I tell you what, let's start on last Saturday then. Um, I think we we're all shocked to see that you were seven nil down. I was even, I was, I felt sorry for you in particular, having read the scarf my father wore article that you did. That it was your lad's first game, was it not? Yeah, it was my my little boy's uh, first ever Swindon Town game, um, and luckily it's one that I'll never forget. So I'll be able to talk about <laughs> it uh, with him in many years to come. You know, so it's. I think one of my pals says, well, he's lucky because mine was a nil-nil draw against Blackpool. So at least at least I'll be able to say it was an 11-goaler. I won't say thriller because it absolutely wasn't. It was a sensational attacking display by Oldershot, one that I don't think I'll ever see again. We've, we've been saying all season, even when things were going well, that this team were cruising for a bruising in terms of getting absolutely tonked. We just play... Originally, we were playing like a high tempo, attacking, sort of attacking prowess. But at the back, we were just open. If a team just countered, we would concede goals, and we were getting away with it. Um, or they just weren't doing what everyone else could see. And when we said we were going to get a tonking, we didn't expect it to be from a, a national league side. But they were brilliant, like really, really, really great. And when you see the guy who's got a hat trick has only scored about three or four goals this season and he looked invincible um to go one nil down after 30 seconds to go three nil down after nine minutes in which two of those minutes involved an injury so the the, the you know there was a delay of two minutes during those nine minutes and then to be seven nil down after less than an hour was um yeah was fun and then they just down tools older shot they took all their best players off and swindon decided to score some goals i really enjoyed the older shot commentator saying that swindon were back in the game at 7-1 and they've put the, that was I'm not quite sure he's got his words right there but quite stockport this weekend <laughs> Did you stay till the end, Rich? Oh, yes, I stayed until the end. Um, uh, my daughter didn't want to stay to the end, uh, which made me proud because I think now she's proper swim. So I was having none of it at, at, at seven. That, that was her threshold. Um, but my wife, who's a Bristol City fan, so I brought my wife and my two kids slightly cheaper ticket on a great time i think it was you know the, the the treat of the season she really did enjoy watching swindon concede seven and there's a mild rivalry but yeah it was it was it was it was crazy it really was so has, the, has this been coming then this because you said you said for four matches or you know you've not won in four or you, yeah you've not won in four and you you sort of expected someone to to come and pump you is this was it has this been expected before that? Because you had a really good start to the season, didn't you? Yeah, we we were the entertainers in the in the opening stages of the season where we were scoring loads of goals, but we were conceding a fair few too. But if the mm. season was going to be sc score six and concede three, then that's fine. You know, let the let the mm. entertainment, let the good times roll. But slowly and sh but surely, no matter what the club say, we got tired and we slowed down, and we don't have many plans beyond the way we're set up it was what was the big issue against colchester we just we just ran out of puff we ran out of ideas 
and that that's what's been happening over the last few weeks we've been we've been we've got 12 players that we use and they're getting injured and suspended and the ones that are coming in aren't good enough and we look completely void it's it no is really blaming the players nobody is really blaming the manager although i think his his demeanor impresses a bit when he says nobody is hurting more than him including the fans and things like that it's you know those sort of it might be true but don't say it don't don't say it but like we have not got a squad capable january and all the noise is that we're not going to make any signings do you think it seems like this week the kind of tide has turned a little bit against Michael Flynn? Like, what the timing of the contract renewal doesn't fully make sense, but maybe does in the bigger picture. How long do you think he gets? Um, well, he's got he's got, he's got a contract until twenty twenty six, and under the current ownership, he's absolutely not getting paid off. So he's here for the foreseeable a hundred percent. And I think I think he's he's not in danger, even with the fan base. Mm-hmm. Particularly, I think most um, most <laughs> that it's it, it's it's beyond him he needs he needs more players he needs more options and he's not a huge fan of some of the players he's playing in week in week i think the 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 contract renewal was very interesting i think it's either that teams like bradford were interested at some point um in the last few weeks and they've they've sort of study because there are rumors of a takeover so they might be locking him down in in a three-year deal so if if a new owner comes in, they're going to have to pay out if they want a, a new person in charge. So it's going to be one of those two. Well, conversely, if- they thought that there would be interest and we've allowed managers under the Clem Morfuni era to leave very easily with compensation previously. Maybe they want a little bit more. Maybe they generally want mm-hmm. Michael Flynn to do well. We do need stability, without a doubt. But if the owner is leaving in the next few months and they are on good terms, then maybe it is a bit of protectionism for all all concerned. But it was it was an odd time to announce it. I mean, they could have signed it and just announced it a few months or a few weeks later um, mm. to announce it during this run. And everything has gone wrong ever since. Was was a very odd. It's a very odd decision. Given the lack of investment in the transfer window, how worried are you about the risk of Jake Young and Dan Kemp going? back to their respective clubs yeah 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 I think I think they're both gone as things stand I think Dan Kemp not necessarily to play for MK Dons but I think they'll sell him and I I wouldn't be surprised if Swindon had an option but we can't afford Dan Kemp at the moment we simply can't so I imagine he'll get recalled to play in the FA Cup which and they've changed managers to so I imagine it'll be similar to the Owen 
Ethan Doyle situation where they'll call him back at the start of January, have a look at him and either keep him or send him back to Swindon. Um, a second half of the season loans. Rich, you're breaking up quite a bit. So what I'll do is ask you a couple more questions, then let you go. I don't know if I don't know if you've got like a black spot in in Swindon mm, down there. It's all right. Um, so obviously up, up next it's Stockport County. How how is everybody feeling about that prospect? Because obviously we're on a really good run. We've got lots of investment. I did see one tweet today that said uh, from one of your fans, just give them the three nil win now, so we don't have to play it, and we'll move on to the next one. Oh, we've been there. <laughs> Sorry about the connection. I don't know what's going on, but um, football's a daft little sport, isn't it? You know, you look at the the, the run in. There can only be one winner on paper. There can only be one player, one winner in squad depth, and it, it's Stockport County. But we're going to turn up and see what happens. You know, crazier things have happened. But yeah, I, I don't have any expectations going into this game as far as Swindon's concerned. And that's not because I'm down on Swindon. Sometimes you're just going to play teams that are better than you. And Stockport are one of those teams that I would have identified at the start of the season going, well, that's going to be a tough one. And we, we've got, we've you've got us at a great time. Um, you're hmm. flying. I'm sad Barry's not going to be around, but... I mean, you made what ten changes last weekend, something like that. Yeah. Um, we, we, if we did that, we'd be playing sixteen-year-olds, and that isn't even an, an exaggeration. The fact that you've given a whole team a day off is, is the luxury that we can do. And if, if that, if that sort of does what it should do, revitalizes and re. Rejuvenate. Yeah. Okay, Rich. We're going to leave it there because your internet is is really playing up. Um, if you can hear me, cheers for coming on, um, and I'll message you privately just to say thanks as well. Um, good luck after Saturday, um, and uh, yeah, cheers for coming on, mate. That was like a report from Gaza, <laughs> wasn't it? That? Yeah, it's a shame that he, just he, he was really good. His top, he? <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame he was really good, but yeah, it happens, doesn't it? It happens. Um, right, where should we start? I mean, should we start with? Should we carry on the conversation about Swindon on Saturday? Yes, let's. I think he's right. He needs on paper. It should be an easy three 0 win. As they say, though, Wagster, uh, it wasn't played on paper, I don't see why we can't go there and win. As you say, they're not playing very well. We're playing really well. Even when pe teams are digging in against us, we're still getting results out of them. We're still finding a way to, you know, to get at them and to get in positions to score goals. Maybe it's a bit different without having Barry because we've got that option, but Tanto's still fast, so we can still use Tanto. Maybe not quite the same role as Barry, but we can certainly use him similar to that, getting in behind the lines, playing off Wharton and stuff like that. So, And then, as I say, we've got that 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 Irish has-been that, you know, um, played shit on Saturday. You're not going to let this go, are you? <laughs> 
one of these people that have been saying that he's passed it and everything. And he, he had one of his best games. I know, fair enough, it was against Worksop, but he was absolutely immense. And he was, he was brilliant well. against Salford as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was brilliant against Salford. So he's, he's, he's there, isn't he? He's another option to come on. Because as you say, I think he's, he's probably one of the best passers of the ball that we've got. He's, the way he's controlling his vision is, is still definitely there. He doesn't have to have his legs, even though he had a couple of couple of runs where he went away from the defenders, didn't he, against Workshop? So plenty of options. We can change it about. So, yeah, I think it's another win. And we've got Aldershot coming up as well. So <laughs> we can uh, see how we go on Saturday and then and compare and contrast. Yeah, there, there, there's an awful lot going on at Swindon, um, as Rich alluded to. And I know Ian mentioned in the comments about them not being paid. They have been paid, but they weren't paid when they should have been. Um, so they, they have all been paid now. Um, but I think payday is the 27th and they were paid by the 31st. So it's not, not a stable kind of happy environment um but if you talk to the fans they're like no we're going to get absolutely battered but it shouldn't be too toxic an environment <laughs> okay good yeah i saw that <laughs> yeah so, it's, it's a shame to see swindon having, having off the field issues i mean when you look at it's just a conversation we've had a million times when when this does happen to a proper club because you've got you've got so many clubs that should just by right, should not really be in the football league. You Getting just don't see how they yeah. sustain it. Yeah, Getting resers. Yeah, yeah. I've not got. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll come to that later. Yeah. But yeah, it's. it's I, I'm just resigning myself every week now to this, this run. The longer the run goes, um, yeah. the sooner it has to an end. Yeah. So, yeah. Just every week now, I'm like, well, this is going to be it. This is going to be it now. I'm hoping for Bolton, um, largely because if it has to happen, then at least it doesn't affect the league unbeaten run. We can still like cling on to that for dear life. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, that's like the deadest of dead rubber games. So... We should open up a raffle for a Bolton game and just... just... Oh, it's a bit of a community foundation. Whoever wins gets the home tie, don't they, in the next round? But um, oh, is that right? Um, you see, if you finish top, yeah. you get the home tie. Yeah. Oh. So does it? Is it? Is it regional until the semi-final? Pass that. I don't know. I believe it's yeah. I believe it's regional until the. Well, it used to be the northern final, didn't it? It used to be northern and southern final. It was two, they were two legged. Right. But I think it's just a semi-final now, and then you go to the final at Wembley against whoever's. Got you know, I, it, I, you know I'm, I'm, we all pretended to care after the after the Salford game. We all pretended we care about it again, but really we don't, do we? In all in all honesty, Well, I said that after. In fact, you you were on with me, weren't you, Hannah? It was me, me, you, and Mark Rockbank, and I said it'd be nice to go to Wembley in the final of that, knowing that it doesn't matter. And then it was it was too raw for both of you, and both of you were like, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Good to see you changing your tune now. Brilliant. Well, you know, but no, I mean, so we, we need to concentrate on the league, don't we? It's, um, yeah, I, I, I'd be absolutely fine with whoever we get in the next 16, last 16 rather, and then and then that be done with it. We can crack on. We're all agreed that we want the FA Cup run to continue though, aren't we? 90 yeah. minutes. I was absolutely furious. Why? Uh, uh, just, just people. Oh, I want Portsmouth away. Why? 
I mean, we, we pretty much bloody have, like <laughs> geographically. But <laughs> just people, like, oh yeah, I'd, I'd like, uh, I'd like, I'd like Bristol Rovers away or Portsmouth. Why? 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 You're ninety minutes away from a possible like life changing once in a generation tie. So I mean, we we know we'll get to. We'll get to round three and get like it was, it was like we'll get Plymouth away in round three or something like that. That'll be it. I, I was shocked to see. I saw the obviously the, the Byrne family have ties with uh, Reading, so they 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 would have been quite happy to get Reading away. I thought, oh no, did not realise that Reading are only one place above us in the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that yeah. stuck up on me. It's a mess. Their sales yeah. just falling through, and yeah, absolutely. Yeah, shambles. they're not paying plays either, are they? No, the price of football podcast every week pretty much starts with Reading and Man United <laughs> at the moment. Every week, <laughs> we got a mention yeah. last week, it was pretty good. Uh, he's on the podcast, or no, the club, the club. It was about um financial fair play and um football fortune. If you've ever heard of that, hmm. so. Yeah, it was about that. It was quite quite complimentary, actually. They didn't they didn't talk about us for long, but yeah, it was a question about the national league winning the winners of the national league or the teams that come up because there's no financial fair play in tier five. How would they do? Can they sustain that? And and do they are they within financial fair play in the football league? And the answer is categorically yes, because fifty percent of your turnover can go towards your playing staff. Uh, plus, That's for every hundred pounds, really well. Yeah, so for every £100 that your owner puts in, you can spend another mm-hmm. £100 on, on that's called the football fortune. So yeah. there's no danger whatsoever. Um, and the W word was re- mentioned as well. Um, yeah. And obviously their the sort of circular economy they've got going just lends itself to that, doesn't it? So they're going to go, yeah. they're going to go far. It's like for, for us, we're almost exempt from financial fair play because of the rules and where, because not that he does or, or we should need him to, but if he could, if he needed to, stock could just put an injection of cash in and any kind of financial fair play um, restrictions are, are almost null and void. So we're lucky in that respect. There are other clubs that are less able to do that. Um yeah. So yeah, it's a good it's a good insurance one, but you want to be sustainable on your own. Yeah. Um, but back to the FA Cup though. Um, yeah, well, let's talk about the uh, the, the uh, game on Saturday then, the workshop game. Uh, Waggy, you there? No, no, I listened to uh, it. Ross, were you there? No, no, I wasn't there. Award winning stuff, lads. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Hannah, so I was attending the last of the 20 stag do's and weddings that I've got to go to. So wow. I'm home free now. I'm imagining you like Vince Vaughan in Wedding Crashes. You know, where he's like, <laughs> wedding season, baby. <laughs> so go on, Hannah. Floor's yours. So, uh, so we won 5 1. Um, I've got a picture yeah, of Charlotte. Sort of knew that bit. <laughs> Charlotte's been doing <laughs> drugs for um for the podcast and after they equalize and there's flares going, they're all jumping around. She's like, that's the best away support I've seen. Because we're we're in the Cheatlands and normally we're next to them, so we can't see. They um I think they we were never really out of first gear. The the game changed when all the subs were made. Um I can honestly say that I spent more time watching a lad on the front row of the Cheetland who was 
let's say high on life um and was caught like generating so much entertainment that he was just that much of a distraction um so yeah that's phil lloyd yes I, that's as far as insightful as it gets the subs made the difference i think um people have uh have kind of laid into nick powell a bit it's, it's his first game back there was like that was it was not a great opportunity for Charlie to play people like Kyle Noyle, Nick Powell, Neil Byrne, who haven't really had any game time in, in quite some time because of the way that Charlie seems to choose his teams. If they're winning, they stay in. That's why Fan Hub becomes a joy for <laughs> because it's just like every week, you know, all oh, right, Barry's out, all right, but Watson will be in 11 out of 11. I think I got 13 out of 11 a couple of weeks ago, which I was very pleased with. Um, but they won't have that opportunity to get the minutes in unless something changes dramatically. So I think it was a really good opportunity for that. Tuesday, next Tuesday, will be another good opportunity um, for that. So Kath knows, Kath knows who I'm talking about. Um, yes, he was wearing a grey tracksuit um, and he was uh, a character, shall we say. I've, I've never felt so old in my whole life. High on life. I just can't keep up with all this new slang for drugs. I think life. that's like old school me being diplomatic. <laughs> yeah. Old person. Like I, I couldn't, you know, tell you what he was high on. So we're just going with life. <laughs> and, and the joy of county, most probably. Um, Imagine yeah. thinking like FA Cup first round against a non-league team is the day to get on it, so to speak. I know. <laughs> um, but, but what I did think was, toward, I think it was like the last few minutes, uh, Ben Taylor off of Basque had a 5-1 um, score predictor. And he was like, do I cash out? No, there's more coming because it really did feel like that. Within the space of three or four minutes, I think there was a sauce of had it. Yeah, it felt like it was there was absolutely no way it was going to finish five one, and it did. And he cashed out. Um, and I, you know, it's not just on me. There were other people encouraging this cashing out behaviour. Um, but yeah, that the end was really really impressive and they kept the momentum up um and works up you know where what are they the uh premier northern premier division they yeah. um, are fourth or fifth at the moment they beat mac last week that that's where they are that level um they were knackered you know they're like it's it's just worlds apart in terms of the the setup and the level of professionalism and the level of fitness and I think Aldershot that was the issue with them as well on Saturday against Swindon and and why Swindon managed to score four goals to the end was because they still had legs whereas um, Aldershot at that point were just like wow well, you know fuck it um, yeah like seven goal leads like. no <laughs> but I remember someone texted me and they're like completely ironically the comeback's on at like 7-1 and mm. then it was like, it was like no no really this is actually happening and Swindon had the reverse happen against Wrexham um a good couple of months ago where they were winning like four or five up at Wrexham and it ended up being a five-all draw so um you know as Rich said that defensively they have got some issues if they can't can't stay ahead so, yes and Ian Dalton yeah, is Gary right Stockford, uh, they've, they've had the day out 
Proper home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, they, they, they definitely cause trouble. We've, I've never seen so many police cars on Hardcastle Road before a game, literally lined up the length of it, causing trouble in the marketplace at like 11 o'clock. So, but, you know. It's, they, they they thoroughly enjoyed their day by all accounts, and they won as um, as Ian said seven nil against Morpeth last night. So yeah, they found them back, whereas Swindon did, did not. They Colchester. So I did see someone say in, in one of the many Stockport related Facebook groups that are scared to death of modern life, someone did post on there Saturday morning and say, "Oh, it's all kicking off in Weatherspoons." I was like. That might not even be football, but it's just, that might just be a weather thing. <laughs> Saturday morning in Stockport. Yeah, around the country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I suppose that's the price you pay when when you because obviously they, they get what three four hundred at home and then they brought yeah. fourteen hundred. So there's going to be fans of other yeah. clubs tagging along, and that that's where that's where your trouble starts, really. Yeah, I think Sheffield. The, the 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 hypothesis was that they were Sheffield Wednesday because Sheffield, Sheffield United yeah. had a game. Um, but well, yeah, I'm sure they yeah. enjoyed their yeah. day out. I know it's one of the it's very interesting. The fan. so he, he did a he did a vlog yes, that's of it. right. Yeah, yeah, I saw good. that. Um, I've noticed on on the county website when it has the information for away fans, it has the armory as a designated. Away yeah. when yeah. when it's the complete opposite and it's not been remedied, and yeah, basically the armory every week are having them rocking up yeah. and yeah. yeah. So the Nelson it seems it to be the, the, the one, and I, yeah. I, I think and they'll be stuff. trying to trying to stop that. <laughs> the trouble they've had well, last few weeks. Yeah, Grimsby there was trouble as well, wasn't there? But they've the police have started walking them up from the Nelson. Um, yeah, but it was. I remember the Wrexham game. It said the Armory as well, so they 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 could do with making that change. Yeah, I don't know what we're watching because they'll be at the Youth Cup game where the score is what? Is it still two nil? Still two nil. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so FA Cup, obviously nice, nice win. And it took me back to when, we, you remember when we played Blythe in the 90s and they rocked up and we just we just easily beat them 5-0. This is how yeah. it should be, isn't it? Non-league no, team. No, we beat Blythe. See, this right, This is a Mandela effect thing for me. We didn't beat Blythe 5-0. We beat Blythe 2-0 and we beat Lincoln 5-0. in the round after. No, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it's five nil against Lincoln, and Jeff Eckhart scored that trick. But, but I remember thinking at the time, "Oh, you think that'll be the other way round?" And then I went in school and was like, "You think that'll be the other way round?" And people were like, "Shut up, you nerd!" <laughs> I'm gonna look. I'm just gonna look that up while while we're talking because I'm sure Jeff Eckhart scored a hat trick against Blythe, and it was five. I think it was Lincoln, but I'll I'll, st I'll stand to, I'll stand corrected. Said the man in the orthopedic boot. Right. <laughs> you chat you chat away. I tell you what, let's let's move on to um a bit more about Saturday's game. Um because it's quite I, I, well, it's the next game, it's the it's the next most important. Um what what do you think sort of player wise? Do you think he's gonna revert back to the strongest team and none of those that played against so. will feature? Uh, maybe apart I from hope so. 
Yeah, one, so. one to start, yeah. I think I think yeah. it'll be the same. I, I think so, yeah. And then the the other lads will get the Bolton game next Tuesday again to try and play play the way back in. But getting towards Christmas, we're going to start having a bit bit more fixture congestion now. You know, the Christmas period and stuff. So everyone everyone is going to be needed, as we said last week. So I think fingers fingers crossed. Some people actually take the opportunity in the in the cup game this time. Because that's that's something that Charlie's complained about with the senior cup and the pizza tray car. Away days we count you great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Auto glass, Johnston's paint thing. Um, Bristol Street Motors. That's the one. That's the one. Street Motors, yeah. Um, no, do you know what? Blythe Spot, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, 2 0. Jeff at Cal. No, 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 Ross. And Stephen Rattle. You can tell I've done a podcast with Ben Walker, can't you, Ross? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the, 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 um, the knowledge is sticking with you, isn't it? It's not just going in and out like it does with me. It stays in with you and you can you can recall it, can't you? Well, everything, everything's sticking. I only have a bath at Christmas. so. Yeah, I tell you what, here you go. Could you name the lineup from that game? Could you have a stab no, this it? is something I'm. This is something I'm bringing in for must, next week. A little, a little quiz. I can name the lineup. I reckon. Come on then. Well, not not the whole lineup, but Neil Edwards in goal. Neil Edwards in goal. Would I be correct? Who? Neil Edwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, right, two centre backs. I'm going Mike Flynn and Matty Bound. Nope. Nope. To, oh, Mike Flynn and Jeff Eckhart. No, he didn't. Yeah, Mike Flynn and Jeff Eckhart. No. Jeff Eckhart and Matty Bound. No, get 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 your number, get your fingers out. So go one, Neil Edwards, two. Was Sean Connolly there in 9596? Yeah. yeah. Three. Number three, Lee Todd. Four. Four. My, was my Tom Bennett? Yes. At that point? Yeah. Five. Yes, he was. Five, Flynnie, surely. Yeah, six. Ooh. Jim Gannon. Yay. Seven. <laughs> I thought you'd just gone really calm for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Russ has got to tell us something. <laughs> Seven. Been on the show before. Seven. Been on the show before. Oh, who's been on the show? It's not Danny Lloyd. Mm, no. That's... Um. His, son, his son's been on the show before as well. Oh, Chris Beaumont. Yeah. Number eight. Yep. I don't. The number eight is, yeah. If, I don't know. I, I know the player, eight. but I'm not. Well, oh, right. No, that's, Paul, that's not Paul Ware then, is it? No. Michael Oliver. No, number nine. Oh, Michael Oliver. 
Number nine, Ian Helliwell. No. Oh, I just dabbed like a dickhead. Oh, God. What an idiot. Um, We've literally just spoke about him I scoring a hat-trick. Jeff Eckhart, was he number nine? Yeah. Number nine, yeah. Number number ten. Because Jeff Eckhart played in centre defence as well, didn't he, and stuff. Um, yeah, num- yeah, he was a jack of all trades. Uh, yeah. num- number 10, I'm assuming, is the, the player I pretended to be in the playground. In, in a yeah. sea of Kinchelskis and Kinkladzis and Cantonars, I was Alan Armstrong. Yes. And then finally, number 11. Martin Chalk. Ooh, he was on the bench. Oh, shit house. Fraud. <laughs> God, who, who's 11 then? Uh, John Jeffers. Oh, John Jeffers, JJ. There we go. Jigsaw. Yeah. Well, that, that's a good we'll little quiz, that. We should do more of that. I think we should do that every week. I'll just I'll just pull one out. To, to, to well, work, I've got one ready next week. I've got one ready next week. I've got you against Waggy, so... All right, yeah, let's do that. That's, that'll be don't, a good Don't think feature. I'm not working behind the scenes, mate. Don't don't right. think things aren't going on in this whole um, head of mine. Yeah. I've, forgot, I've forgotten more than I can remember. Bear, so well, you are old, probably. aren't you? So... <laughs> <laughs> No, looks. he's a silly little boy. He was told on Twitter he's a silly little boy. Right, let's go for a break. Then we'll come back and we'll talk about squad depth and getting reses. How about that? If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, share and subscribe. And for the audio podcast, please rate, review and recommend us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. Cheers, thank you. Okay, so we've just before we skidded away and did that um, that guess the lineup for Blythe at home, um, we spoke about changes that are going to be made for Saturday's game. Um, and while we were chatting in the week on WhatsApp, as we do pretty much daily, uh, Waggy dug out the squad depth image that Simon Wilson had uh, spoken about. So was this on the trip? Was it training something? What was it? What was it? Was it was some coaching seminar, wasn't yeah. it? Back in March. Training guru, was it? I think. Yeah, and he talked about the like the the four levels of player building up to peak ones, and then um, that. But then he also said that there was twenty positions that they've got the plan for um, to have a player in who can play in each of those positions that they've designated, and that means that we can basically play any system. That's the way. That's the way he said it. Yeah. Okay. And yes, I was um, silly little boy that likes his stats and stuff, and decided that <laughs> well, let's have a look at our squad and see where we're at with it. So, does, does she follow you, Waggy? I hope not. I've seen some weirdo outside for a bit, but <laughs> that's the same one. <laughs> I'm not in Bradford, so I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, so, I very much enjoyed it because this is exactly what I do on Football Manager. So yeah, this yeah, is great. You, isn't it? And you laughed at me the other week when I got my notepad out. Yeah, you know, <laughs> me a, me a sad little boy. So who's laughing now? So for those watching on YouTube, obviously you can see this, but for those on the audio podcast, we're just showing a picture now of that that squad depth. Um, and I mean, the first question is, can you see? Stupid question, really. Can you see any weaknesses in that? That, yeah, I've I've been asked on on numerous occasions on different podcasts, opposition podcasts and things like that. Where would we 
where if we had a weakness, where would it be and where do we need to buy for in January? I mean, at the minute, you'd say, um, obviously, replacement for Barry and then possibly some some on the on the left. But left we've, wing got players back. Can, we've got players like Hippo can play as a wing back. Um, we've got Torre still there. And then, you know, left attack, we've got Bailey that can, that's been stepping in. So it's, it, it is a very, very strong squad, isn't it? And obviously, yeah, put, I've pulled up with some of the players as well. We've got the obviously we we seem to have gone away from playing with wing backs now. So mm. in terms of left back, you're talking Torre and Pi. You'd imagine Pi will have been once Torre's back, Pi will be slotting in at centre back alongside move horse four back onto the right at centre back. Pi on the left, and then talk, but we're gonna be losing Torre for a few weeks in January for the for the yeah. AFCON, which leaves a massive gap there giving Rydell's out for the rest of the season I don't think as much as Hippolyte can fill in at wing back I think left back's a different proposition yeah I think there's a lot more defending to do I'd I'd rather have Hippolyte as, as he is on the graphic we've got rotating with Bailey offering yeah. a similar thing that he does in midfield so I'd say it's crucial that we get whether whether we go for a left back on loan or if we recruit with one eye on next season and go for a big signing. But then again, Torre was the big signing last summer in that position. Um, but Rydell's contract is also up in the summer. So it'd be interesting to see what happens no. there, given he's going to be out injured. I'd be very sad if he, if he left, I think. But yeah. again, will Rydell fit in as a, left, as a traditional left-back as opposed to a left-wing-back? I think so because if you look, he's he's very very similar to Southam Hales, isn't he? On the other side, so Southam Hales has slotted into right back, and then it's a case of will he put Noyle as left back because he's done that for the last. I, I was with the number two, there, please. <laughs> Don't ask much. <laughs> I, I, so, I, I I don't like. Um... I, I, I don't like a right-footed left-back and vice versa. I, I'm, I'm not a fan. I, th I think it's... If you're playing against opposition that do the homework, it can be quite yeah. easy to to nullify them. Um, yeah, it's 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 not for me, that. Uh, but I think yeah, if, if Rydell does what Southern Hills have done and bulks up, then there's, I see no reason why yeah why he can't play left-back. But that's that's definitely where I'd be, I'd be recruiting. What about Claire mentioning? It's a good point, actually. Uh, I know, sorry, Hannah, it covers your face and I'll get rid of it in a second. But it's all right. I was pulling a face, so it's fine. It's probably fine. <laughs> um, oh, there's a Joe bring... Lewis fan club down there. I reckon we should be looking to bring Joe Lewis back in January. I think that's a good shout, you know. Um, especially with the um... thing that that's, yeah. It looked like silly recruitment when we signed him because he's got no experience of playing in the back three and and looked pretty poor when he did play. Uh, a lot of it down to him being young and playing at a higher level than he had previously as well. Uh, but yeah, in a in a in a back four, you'd think that'd be that'd be his thing. And before anyone says, "Oh, he scored an own goal the other week," just go and look at it. That was not his fault. But he's, 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 he's not score on Saturday. Did not score a goal on Saturday. 
I, I don't get interested in the FA Cup until the big teams come in, Waggy. You know, <laughs> your, your, your Man United, your Man Cities, your Arsenal's, your Tottenham's, that sort of thing. Speaking of Tottenham, if we get them in round three, as I've predicted, we're going to have so much fun against their high line. Because that, that was hilarious on Monday night. Oh, like, no, you, you weren't time. there, you were hobnobbing with the great and the good. But it we was were, genuinely... Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely down yeah. to nine men and their defensive line was on that. Their defensive line made up of two defensive midfielders at centre back was on the halfway line. It was just, it was just like playing FIFA against a child. Was that it, was that eleven men each though before the sending off? Oh no no, that, that oh, was right. nine <laughs> against the eleven. No. Nine against eleven after, after Madison and Van der Ven had both gone off injured as well. It was just <laughs> it, I, I couldn't take my eyes off it. It was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Crazy, it was just chaos, wasn't it? Absolutely joyous, I love it. <laughs> um, back to the squad depth, then it's, it does it's not doesn't tell the full story, this does it because it's got Barry as the um, the penetrator, shall we say? That's what he says on there. I've, I've not made that up. I'm uh, not mature he... enough to handle words. Like that. <laughs> that's that's straight off, that's straight off Wilson's graphic, so yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So but, Obviously, Barry's Barry before his injury was playing more on this graphic in that sort of left attacker, right attacker role, wasn't he? And Alafi was more up f- further up. What I do like about the graphic, though, and you'll have noticed this, um, Nick, is the numbers are proper, aren't they? The one to 11s, they're, they're, they're about right, aren't they? Seven yeah, on the right, I, I will, four and eight. I, in the I will accept, I will accept a right footed seven on the left and vice versa. I will accept that. I'm, you like the inside I'm forward. What yeah. can I say? I love an inside forward. Yeah, big fan. Big fan. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, good, good numbers then. Very, very I mean, when when I got sent that last night, I you know so, so, sorted out a couple of spelling errors and then thought, oh shit, have I sorted have I sorted out the numbers? And then I've just <laughs> realized uh I didn't correct the spelling of the word versatile, but it's been a long week. It's been and a long I think week what dealing does. with <laughs> With the squad depth that we've got at the moment, um, when Nicholas and I were talking statistics, was it last week? Only last oh, week. Um, like one of the one of the charts looks at the different formations and then how that affects like goals and XG and pass mm. accuracy and all of that. And so between four one three two and four three one two, there's not that much difference. And then three five two, which is what we played against Salford then there's a, a massive shift and it just shows the kind of the flexibility in that depth that we've got that people can move around and we can play completely differently um and nick's good old ppda stat is completely different so for a 4312 it's like 7.49 but for the 352 it's 13 lower is better Um, Again, you know, just shows that kind of the flexibility in uh, formation, but also how that then impacts the tactics that they're using and and how quickly they shut down those defensive attacks. It's so interesting. It is, though, isn't it? I mean, even when when you play four at the back, it it releases somebody else, doesn't it, to be part of that hunting in packs and getting forward Mm -hmm. and and that trigger press. So that kind of stands to reason. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, I... I go for all of that. <laughs> really do. I do. I do now. Look, look, oh, look at me. Just, look, look at me. Just talking to women about stats. So progressive. <laughs> 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 this, this, this is what I do in my off time. 
He's Work such an ally. It's lovely. Yeah, yeah, I tell you. I, I, I know gays and everything. It's, it's mental. At least six of them. Well, seven, seven now that Russ has come out. <laughs> I have to, I have to find a way to get that ghost impression into the uh, episode title clip somehow. <laughs> you can, you can. Someone said it. Above, someone, someone, someone liked it above, above somewhere. Can't remember. Yeah, it's Jonathan the Geordie Hapser, who is back on Saturday morning with his fantastic away day show. Like it. That's perfect segue. Can I say? What can I say? Well, nothing else. I've got I've got nothing left. That's it. Got nothing left. Um <laughs> so that's the squad depth. I think we can all agree that the squad depth is pretty good. There's maybe one possibly two that we need to that's just because of injuries, isn't it? And the loans yeah. that have gone out that have kind of uh developed into a different situation. So yeah, looking good, looking good. And I'm the same as you, Nick. I always get so our, our run's got to come to an end at some point, uh, but like I said last week, as soon as we, as soon, and I get nervous, and as soon as we start playing, I just think all the nerves go out of me because you can mm. see how good they are. You can see how good the they are. Second goal for me. I'm, I'm never ever happy at one nil up. I've seen far too many two-one losses after going up. You know, twenty minutes into the first half, um, but it's always the second goal that settles me, and I'm like. We'll just have a third. Yeah. 3-0 is the ideal league. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah it feels comfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Unless you're playing Wrexham when, like, at 4-0, mm. someone said to me, you okay now? I was like, no, I know what happened against Swindon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. The Wrexham, <clears throat> the Wrexham game was weird, wasn't it? Because at 3-0, I, I cheered. I was all over the place. It was... I thought 3-0, surely they can't come back from that. But even as we got into halftime, I'm thinking we've got to we've got to shore up for the first 15 minutes of the second half. Because no, if they get one, I know we got one in the end, which was good, and that did put the game to bed. But if they'd have got one, I thought it'd have been game on, even mm -hmm. at 3-1 up. But yeah. What's the most but, comfortable yeah. you've ever felt with a county lead at an away game, Russ? Um when we were battering Sheffield United, probably. And we beat them five two yes, away. That's the six. Yeah. yeah. When they scored, when they scored, we cheered. <laughs> Hartley pulls a good shout. Uh Nuneaton as well. As soon as we went what well, even even yeah. Nuneaton, I was like, I'll go and get a pint now. And then spent the whole second half queuing for it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I remember there was a game as well when we played Chesterfield away. I think Ricky Lambert got our third our third. And I just remember it being like dead easy. It just felt easy, you know, at the old Saltergate. That was, that was probably another one as well. Oh, there was a chant on Saturday. Um, oh, you Wrexham. Oh, you Wrexham. Oh, you Wrexham. <laughs> Go and then someone was like, no, no, no they're better than Wrexham because <laughs> Wrexham actually scored. That made me laugh. <laughs> Excellent. I heard the workshop fans were wheeled out the uh, stock put stock ports of shit up. No, save it. I'm gonna save it for Rezzers. Right. Go well on. we're uh, we're we're at that time of the show. Should we do should we do get eight Rezzers and I'll have to think of one really quickly. <laughs> yeah, wait, play the Ready? jingle. Rezzers. Get in the Rezzers. Get in the Rezzers. Get in the Rezzers.
Ooh, get eight reses. I will never feel comfortable with that jingle. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> probably, the, probably the thing I'm least proud of in my life, and that's saying something. Well, you, well, you didn't make it, did you? So you, you don't. You, 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 you get. You can get off with that one. I'll take the blame for that. I, I'm on it. I'm on it though, aren't I? I'm, I'm oh, complicit yeah. with uh, <laughs> complicit in my uh, my input. Yes, um, fans of non-league village team X going to having the big away cup game, at, um, football league club Y, and singing town Y is a shithole. I want to go home. If that's all you've got on your big day out. What what's the what's the point? And it's not a shithole. The, the amount of away fans who come back from Stockport and go, yeah, well the ground's nice, but the town centre's a shithole. And then you find out they've only been on Castle Street. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's not not the town centre. Ta- the town centre is a shithole as well. I was just the same thing, mate. Well, I was uh, I was violently. I was violently sick in the middle of Merseyway on a mon- Monday afternoon. I uh, thought, thought I'd thought I'd soldier on and go and get myself a tie for the awards, and just I, I took a bad turn, and then just fully yeah, and uh, fifteen pounds worth of improvements. So well done, me. I've that town planners. <laughs> you better now though. You look better. Feeling better. It's being with you lot. That's it. And and a, a little bit, a little bit knowing that you two didn't get all the glory for winning the award. Don't want to kill me that bloody nuke nuke kid on the block waggy over here. Yeah, rocks <laughs> up and wins the award. It's like when um, it's like when Arctic Monkeys were picking up awards for the first album, and the original bassist had already left. And the new bassist was just stood there on the stage at the Brits. Like, <laughs> it's a bit awkward. <laughs> so someone once picked an award up for me and then put it all over his own Facebook. And I wasn't friends with him on Facebook. And someone said to me, oh, did you know that Paul's like... And people are saying, congratulations, Paul. I was following it on Twitter. I was I was following the well, and then my mates Emma and Dave texted me and said, "Oh, when when when's your?" I was like, "Well, it's getting towards eleven o'clock now, so it must be any minute now, surely." And then they did the unsung hero award, and then what followed was like a forty-four minute wait for the next award, and I was just I was just sort of like, "Must be having the puddings." Yeah, dessert. Yeah. Yeah. There was a merry yeah. one, and then it stopped for ages. Yeah. Maybe she had to get off. Um, yeah, I'm disappointed. I, d- I didn't get to meet Mary Earps. Waggy, did, you? Last year. I did. Oh. did you? Got a picture oh. with her. Oh, Waggy, I'm so jealous. Oh. Did you tell her you were a founding me, member me, of the uh, Scarf she's Garbo podcast? She's, she's my niece's favorite uh player as well. So I sent it to oh. my sister and she showed it in the, on the, in the morning, Tuesday morning, and she was going absolutely mental to the point that she wants it printed out and put on a wall. Nice. Oh, brilliant. Oh. With, with you cut out, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, <laughs> <laughs> just a unicorn or something put in instead. Yeah. Well, the kids go in, go in near the fire at least, won't it? 
Waggy, have you have you got a getting res? Is this this? Uh, I think Chrissy and has uh, stolen my thunder. Oh. I was basically going to say people moaning about fan numbers and stuff. Basically going on, everyone moaning up, building up that we was only going, they were going to have more fans than us. We weren't going to have loads of fans and stuff. And it was like. What I mean, does it really matter? It's the first round of the FA Cup. It's their big day out. But in the end, it was, Christmas. what, 4,000 4, of us? So that can, people moaning about that. That's another one. That can get in the reses. Nice. I think that's your first football-related getting the reses, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. It goes to one awards that. ceremony. I know. Trying to get professional to win it next year. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should. Yeah, yeah. I know. have you got to get <laughs> in the, the game? I have, but I'm not sure whether it's an unpopular opinion. It's not a funny one either. So, oh. um, got, all right, I've got a thing about Mr. Challoner in his post-match interviews, um, like pinpointing specific players. So the whole thing with, although it was funny, about Tanto and Louis and the under 12 football comments, like they should know. It's his job to tell them he's taking the penalty. If they don't know, then that's down to their communication. And if they if they've deliberately ignored that instruction, then you know that's on them. But hold them into your office on Monday rather than airing your dirty laundry in public. It just feels like, and I know things have moved on, and I know that we are obviously on a very, very good run, but earlier in the season, it felt like it was a bit of a deflection away from kind of him taking any responsibility for it and pushing it back onto the players. And I think, don't know, from a leadership management point of view, it's not the way to build a strong team whether that's a corporate team or a, a football team so that's mine i've wanted to get that off my chest for ages i feel loads better thanks i don't think i've watched a manager interview since steve rust <laughs> that was, yeah. that, i got that annoyed by his that i'm still scarred so i, I just go on the boards and, and wait until people report what's been said because <laughs> i just and even even though i know dave isn't going to show himself up like that dave's not going to sit there going oh well it is what it is really it is what it is yeah, <laughs> yeah. We go, yeah. hashtag we go again <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting one because on on that very interview, Hannah did he did say, didn't he, that he's, I think his words were perhaps the book stops with me or something to that effect. Oh, well, did it? See, I didn't see yeah, that. I yeah, was, yeah, he did. But he still <laughs> he still said what he said, you know, in terms of it was number mm. twelve or whatever he said. So, um, yeah, no, that's a good one. That that's a good one. Um, yeah, they can all get in the reses. I think mine um, mine's a dead easy one. Um, award ceremonies. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting because yeah i mean award ceremonies we've, we've 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 been there twice now and they are good um it's a bit disappointing when you don't win and I, I was i think i was more disappointed last season last year where we didn't win than than this and the city right. extra one, which is fair enough you know their reach is a is is a lot more than ours. I think City Extras is seven hundred thousand, and and the Red Men is uh, six fifty, and that's their full time job. And we spoke to them a lot about that, didn't we, Waggy? Yeah. Um, 
But um, so yeah, Red, Redmond have got four permanent people working full time. Yeah. So five no, permanent, uh... and they've got four like part time that do some of the visuals and stuff. Yeah, wow. and to give you a stone log it. What? <laughs> did you get a lift home off them? <laughs> yeah, no, they did one early. We went to the after party. <laughs> oh, did you? The after party, though. You didn't take yeah. me to the after party last year. <laughs> it was, well, all right. They told us it was the after party. It was back to the bar that we started in. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, then, and then this photographer came up and she's going, um, could, could we get a picture? I'm like, yeah, go on then. She went, well, can you just like put your hands in the air, pretend it's busy and you're having a good time? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there was only there was there was us four, and I think there was like another four people scattered about, yeah, wasn't there? At that in time. the after party, <laughs> yeah. But what what well, they I'm, did I'm say going... as well, um, what the lads did say because they they go to the football content awards, and this is the real reason why I'm putting it in the reses really is because these award ceremonies, the cat, it, it, it might be strange to say, but they're, they're just made up, aren't they? Like the football content awards, they said, yeah, they've been a few times. The Northwest Football Awards is a bit more prestige and it means more. The Football Content Awards, it's just a made-up thing. So yeah. it's like so, and they, 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 make it, it, they make it look dead, dead glitzy and glamoury, but it's not, <laughs> this is what they were saying. It's So that's the one that's at Anfield this year, isn't it? Year, and I yeah. think they um, also, it's, it's kind of, it's all put together by Snack Media, who are a distributor of football content. So it, it they've kind of... They've got a vested interest in it yeah. and it's effectively promoting because, you know, in the past I've worked with Snack and, you know, it's it's always an option, but it's it's promotion for them. It's like it's massive advertorial, essentially. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going to... Uh... I'm gonna I'm gonna do something I've never done on this podcast and reveal my deepest darkest insecurities here and how my mind works. So I genuinely thought we were gonna win because they spend, as as we've mentioned before, the fan podcast side of it is just an afterthought. They stick you off in the corner. Did you say hello to Rowetta for me, by the way? I bet you didn't. Oh, she wasn't there, so we couldn't see her. Well, I wasn't there, so of course she wasn't. <laughs> she probably thought, well, I'm not really going then. Um, she. So it's it's an afterthought. They stick it at the end after the puddings when everyone's like starting to all, all the people who've won the awards and all the journalists have gone. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's all back it's all backslapping and what have you for the big clubs, you know, Erling Haaland and Pep and what have you winning awards. And last year when the old when the Oldham lads beat us and City Extra, I thought, oh, this will be the bit where they throw they throw throw some crumbs to fans of the smaller clubs. So I, I genuinely got it in my head that we that's why I was so livid to be missing it. So I was like, I'm gonna go on Twitter and there's gonna be a picture of Russ and Waggy with that trophy, like they've worked towards it or something. <laughs> like and I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be few I'm I'm gonna what I'm gonna have to do, I'm gonna have to get my suit on tomorrow and go around to Russ's house and have some <laughs> pictures with it like I was there. And I had I had so many poses ready that I, was, I, had, I knew exactly what Instagram pictures I was going to put up of like me with the trophy. We were going to have one Russ where where we were holding it either side and we were both kissing it. It was it was going to be glorious. And do you know what I've got, Nick? Right for for reasons that we won't go into, I've got a Salford goal of the month trophy. If you'd like, you can you know take it and do all your poses with it. 
Yeah. Just hide hey. the badge. <laughs> yeah. You can just put your hand over it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Right. Just, you don't just print a sticker off. You put a county sticker yeah. on it. It's yeah. pretty yeah. much just for the Tinder profile, I'll be quite honest. Yeah. That's, that's an hour. Yeah. I mean, it, it, um, it some questions. Not, not as many questions as the. But I, I genuinely got it into my head. I was like, "This is going to be." Especially when, especially when they phoned you at the end of last week, Ross said, "You're definitely coming, aren't you? You are definitely coming." Because uh, I, I, I imagine when they were phoning you, the grave was hovering like, "Well, are they coming or not?" Is he? Is he gone? Has he gone to Swindon? <laughs> yeah, that's peculiar, isn't it? It's that dodgy BPN he's got. <laughs> well, we go again anyway, lads. We go again. We go again. Yeah. Hashtag we, we go, go again. again next year. Yes. Here's what it is. There we go. We go again. So that's my getting the reses. Right. Cool. That was good. Um, yeah. I think probably think about wrapping it up. Yeah. I'll, I'll just wrap it up. Don't think about it. Do it. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Um, Hannah, thank you very much for coming on. I've, I know you've got a busy schedule and all the all the many many podcasts that you go on. Um, uh, I'm doing Paul Trishin on Friday, so that'll just be a bundle of laughs, won't it? With their internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Waggy, cheers as ever. Cheers, thank you. Um, you got? Is anybody going to Swindon on Saturday? By the way, just before we go. Yeah. No, I'm off to Mozambique to what? Uh, nice. nice. Are you going as well? Are you going to be in Mozambique? Well, you're going. Right? Well, I might oh, see you there. Share a snowball. <laughs> might have another one in a minute. Treat myself. Yeah, you do that. Right. Well, cheers, everybody. Thanks for listening. Please do like and subscribe, rate and review on whatever podcast player you are listening to us. Don't forget, you can get extra content on our Patreon. Uh, we've got nearly 60 patrons now, which is brilliant, isn't it? Um, so they get that extra content. Dave Smith never existed. He's on there. There's a latest show that you did, Nick, with Ben um, on the uh, squad numbers. The answer to the question that we asked in the chat earlier, what is Harry Johnson? What's Harry Johnson's record? Claire got it right straight away, Claire Jeffs, but she should have known better because she's a podcaster. She should let other people have a go. Um, and she's in a group chat where I mentioned it about three hours ago. Exactly. <laughs> Claire, you're getting, you're getting minor points for that. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was he. Do you want to say it, Nick? Do you want to say it? Because it's your stat, pretty much. That's stat, but um, it, it's, it's all our stats. It belongs to belongs to the county nation to uh to quote the wonderful Geordie Hatter. It is Harry Johnson has the honor of wearing the highest ever squad number by a Stockport County player in a competitive game, which was number 53 in the LDV Johnston's Autoglass Pizza Trophy, Bristol Street Motors doings against Salford. Excellent. There we go. And he also has a name that sounds like he'd be like one of those Cockney actors that pops up in everything. Like it, it was, it was in like it was in like the remake Ride, of the Sweeney. He's in Rise Scorm. He's in Quadrophenia. He's in Rise of the Rise of the Foot Soldiers Seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Excellent. Sorry, Johnson, right. mate. <laughs> Australian. <laughs> I just pretended to Ange Foster Coglu for a minute then. <laughs>
Right, and with that, I'll say good night and see everybody next week. Cheers, everybody. Bye now. Cheers, Bye. Bye. This episode of the Scarf Begawa War was written, recorded, and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. Subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club. Check out the links in the description or go to all the W's, scarfbegawawar.co.uk. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply, see mcdonalds.com.